Welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, visit PCAPainted.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all of you non-members out there, sign up for a free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the App Store and Google Play. This episode is brought to you by Nice Job, Painter Marketing Pros, and APC. Welcome back to another episode of the Elite Business Advice Podcast. My name is Chris Moore. I'm the founder of Elite Business Advisors and your host here for the podcast. We talked a couple weeks ago about the law of attraction and how that works in your business. Uh, but one thing we didn't talk about with this is kind of the board of advisors, if you will, uh, that you should also surround yourself with. Uh, when we talked about the law of attraction, we talked more about the employee, the client side, who you naturally kind of attract to you as a person. But we wanna kind of take a little bit of a different spin on this today and talk about the people you need to surround yourself with intentionally uh, the right people that are going to look out for you in your business and along your entrepreneurial journey. Uh, there's no doubt that running a, a business can feel lonely, right? It can feel overwhelming uh, because we're in it alone, right? Uh, some of our friends and family may not be able to relate to it, right? So how do we surround ourselves with good people that are going to help us understand what's best for us, understand what's best for our business, uh, that understand the industry and, and their areas of expertise, and how that can be an asset for you guys. You know, some of these people may be around just for a season, um, maybe some others for the long haul, right? But either way, I hope you know it's it's important to understand that you're not alone in business, right? It can feel lonely sometimes if you don't talk to people, you don't surround yourself with people. It can feel lonely. I remember that feeling when we first brought Crystal on board to help us with bookkeeping and payroll. And it was just so nice that even though she was just kind of a, a small piece of our business, um, and, and I don't mean that in a derogatory sense, although she'll take it that way because I, I typically I accidentally say a lot of mean things to her. She was just a small part of our business and we were just working together on a small subset of what we were doing for some clients. But man, it was nice just to have somebody to call and talk to about things, to bounce ideas off of, to kind of feel like we were in this together and in this partnership that's developed over the last couple of years. Um, and who knows where it's gonna go in the future. And so it's just know you're not alone. Um, know that there's people out there that will have your best interests in mind to help you run and guide your company along the way. So I hope this helps. Thanks for plugging in. This is the Elite Business Advice Podcast. All right, so every year I participate uh, in something here locally called the Small Business uh, Startup Challenge, uh, the Metro East Startup Challenge, actually. Uh, and it's through the Small Business Development Center here at my alma mater, SIUE, here in the St. Louis area. I've gotten to know the director really well. And every year they put on a kind of a business plan startup competition, right? Uh, I think you have to be in business for three years or less or a brand new entrepreneur. Um, you know, it's business plan. It's, you know, they have a lot of workshops they walk people through. They have a, a big event uh, where you get to network with a lot of your mentors and people to kind of help get you across the finish line once they narrow it down to, I think, 10 or 15 semifinalists. Um, and it's really cool because they assign, you know, like two entrepreneurs get uh, an accountant, um, an, an attorney, uh, an insurance person, a financial uh, commercial lender, and 
a uh, typically like a wild card, right? So somebody like us as a business advisor, maybe another specialty, you know, something else, right? Uh, and it's been super fun. I've really enjoyed doing that. Uh, I'm I'm not going to brag and talk about how you know we frequently mentored some of the the, the winners over the last few years because um, it wasn't me. But you know, I'll I'll take I'll just be humble about it. Uh, we just accidentally mentored some people that won the last few years. Um, but it's really cool to get to know these entrepreneurs again. Some of them haven't started a business. Some of them have been in business for a year or so and you know, just looking forward so that they get some grant money to either start up their business or invest back into their business is the whole premise of it. And one question we get asked a lot is, what is one thing that I need to make sure I do for my business? It's I don't know if they teach people to ask this question, but this comes up a lot at this event and just in talking to, to new entrepreneurs, right? Especially people that haven't started their business or are brand new to business. And the one thing that I always say is you need to surround yourself with the right people. You should have a team of advisors, an accountant, an attorney, insurance, business advisor, financial advisor, commercial lender. I'll say those are the six things right there. These people will look out for you and have industry expertise that will help you avoid pitfalls and both thrive in your business. So you need to have kind of a board of advisors for your company, if you will. Um, you need to surround yourself with with these people. And I'm going to kind of go through each of the individual six here um, as we go throughout the episode. Um, but, you know, I think a big thing with this is one thing that works really well is when these people all know each other, right? Or work together in some capacity. Um, I think that's one thing that I've seen, and that's part of the reason why we brought Crystal in to handle bookkeeping and payroll and some tax stuff uh, that we're still kind of navigating here in the coming years um, with our clients because it's so nice and easy that one, we both know how each other operates. I know when she's doing bookkeeping and payroll for our clients, like it's done right, I don't have to worry about it. And if I ever have a question about something or our client has a question, it's a quick phone call, hey Crystal, just wanted to clarify this or hey, they had a question about this or hey, there was a tax thing that they talked about. It's so nice having that in house. And I think when you, you know, we've got a couple other clients that, you know, we're very close with their accountant, their attorney, um, their commercial lender, right? So like we can all, and their financial advisor, so five of the six right there, um, we can all get together and talk about things of what's in the best interest for their business. And I think that's one thing that's hard a lot of times is sometimes we might see something on the, you know, in, in this client's example, on the day-to-day -day cash flow side. But the accountant sees something of how it's going to help them on taxes this year. So, hey, we need to spend $20,000 to lower the taxable income, blah, blah, blah. Well, I see we don't have $20,000 yet. The financial advisor is like, hey, you should make this end of the year contribution to lower your taxes. And like, it's easy to get disconnected unless you're all on the same page, right? Um, and, you know, that's one thing I think when you have a board of advisors like this, again, it's good for everybody to meet together, but it's even better if they kind of know each other at least, right? Um, there's, you know, again, through that Metro East startup challenge, I mentioned a lot of networking, you know, I got to know a lot of people here in the St. Louis area, you know, and all of us have got to be good friends and attorneys, accountants in some of these different industries. So, so that's kind of why I think having a board of advisors and surrounding yourself with a team of people is important. Let's talk through each individual one and why this is important. Obviously take this and make this your own. Um, number one, an accountant, um, you know, a big thing with accountants is yes, we need to make sure bookkeeping's done right, right? We need to make sure payroll's processed. Uh, although with QuickBooks Online, it's super easy for most people to process their own payroll. A lot of the stuff's automated now, but we need to make sure the books are right. But the biggest thing is we need to talk about taxes. You know, you need an accountant that's gonna handle your taxes, you know, your business and your personal one. 
uh, you know, to make sure that again, the advice is all flowing through in, in the right direction. Uh, your accountant should be doing tax planning with you. You know, that's a big thing we're doing right now. We're doing kind of our second round of tax planning with a lot of our clients um, or suggesting that if if they have an accountant that they already use, that they're doing that with them. Um, we always say you should do this once in August and then once again, the end of October, early November, right? Once we know we have a pretty good idea where a lot of clients are gonna finish the year at here these last seven weeks of the year, it's a great time to go through and say, hey, where are we gonna, where are we gonna fall at, right? We got just under 60 days to make some decisions, to do some things, to, to adjust that taxable income in a legal manner, as we've talked about before. Um, you know, and, and that falls into the, the last point here for an accountant is tax strategies, right? Hey, okay, we're gonna owe this much in taxes next year. How can we get that down, right? You need that accountant to know and understand and be able to work with these other industries that I just mentioned on what tax strategies make the most sense for you, right? So you need to have somebody like that looking out for your best interest because um, taxes will add up, right? If you're a small business owner, especially if you're not an S corporation yet, you're paying self-employment taxes, like taxes take up a big chunk of your income, right? So you need somebody looking out for you to make sure you're getting all the legal deductions and taking advantage of the IRS tax code as much as you can. Um, second, you need to have an attorney. Uh, it was really funny, we just met with our attorney I guess a week or two ago, um, as we're continuing to grow and scale out and um, we're in the process of getting our, our name and our brand trademarked and, and registered with the patent office and um, getting, we needing some contracts and some other things as we continue to grow here and kind of kicked the can down the road a little bit. I've always had Phil in our corner if we ever needed something, but it was so funny because a lot of people, I talked to a couple people and they're like, oh, you know, what's the rest of your day look like? And I'm like, oh, we got to meet with our attorney at four o'clock. And they're like, oh my God, are you okay? Are you and Christina okay? somebody trying to sue you? And I'm like, you know, attorneys are actually here for like good things, like not just litigation and lawsuits, right? So um, so if you're not used to networking and being around attorneys, like it's not just when shit hits the fan for lack of a better term, right? Uh, but you need to have a great business attorney, somebody that specializes in small business, somebody that understands contracts, agreements that can draft up things for you, for your subcontractors, for your employees, such as an employee handbook, um, different things like that. Uh, confidentiality agreements, certain things that may come up in that manner. Um, bonus points if they specialize in taxation. So Phil, uh, our attorney here, actually has his master's in taxation and deals with a lot of IRS stuff. He's able to help with regular day-to-day -day business needs, but he also um, is, a, is a specialist in IRS cases and tax stuff, right? Which is very handy to have if the IRS ever happens to send us a letter or a phone call or we get audited. Phil's gonna be my first call. Right. Um, he represents people and things like that. Great to know somebody, especially if they specialize in that. I wouldn't pick one just for that reason. If you have somebody you like that covers all the other bases, just find somebody else, you know, that, that handles that if you ever need them. Um, you know, talk to him about, hey, what are we missing? Right. Here's our business. And that was a conversation I had with Phil is I had some things I knew that I needed to talk and needed his help with. But I sat down and said, what are we missing? Right. You've just got a whole picture of our business here the last 45 minutes to an hour. What are we missing here? Um, and he had a couple of small things, nothing major, but just a couple of things that we should think about as we do continue to grow um, from a legal perspective to, to make sure that we're in a good spot, right? Um, and then obviously, you know, having an attorney, should something ever happen litigation wise, um, it doesn't come up like you, if you read the newspaper, watch the news, like I feel like it's always like negative, right? Um, litigation doesn't come up that often, right? Um, maybe occasionally, maybe on a very small scale, maybe you need to send, here's another bonus point. If you have an attorney and you have a good relationship with them and you have a client that's not paying you, um, your attorney sending a letter will really speed that up typically, right? So having a good relationship with them, 
uh, to either, you know, maybe do it for you or do it at a very low cost um, is always a great thing. So um, number three, and I put these in alphabetical order, uh, FYI. So uh, I don't think that there's an order of importance here. Uh, and I did that for a reason because I have to at least bring this one up. Um, everybody should have a business advisor. All right, I feel biased in saying that, and that's not my point of doing this episode. I think you guys know my heart in that. Everybody should have a business advisor, business coach, business consultant, whatever term you wanna use. I went with advisor for a lot of different reasons, um, but you should have somebody that's helping you with your business. Um, and again, I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's us. I would love the opportunity to work with you. If you have questions, you know we're always here. I don't promo our company and what we do and our services probably enough, because uh, again, that's not the point of this podcast. The point of this is to help educate and guide you as entrepreneurs. But obviously I would always love that opportunity to have a free 30, 45 minute business analysis meeting with you. But I don't really care whether it's with us, whether it's with another company, right? Um, there's a, a couple of companies here in the painting landscape along with us that are amazing companies. And it's nice because we don't really compete against them because who they specialize in much larger businesses is a little different than what our specialty is, right? If you ask us, hey, Chris, what's your What's your target client base? I would say 90% of our clients are a million and a half in revenue and under right now. Not to say, again, the other 10%, we have some that are a little bit larger, we're helping through some stuff and we can still advise and coach on. Um, but I know there's some other companies out there that specialize more in those companies that have more stuff put together for them. And we've kind of focused on the smaller companies, right? The the zero to 15 employees side of it um, is really you know where we specialize in. So I don't care who you work with. Um, I know there's other companies that specialize in what we do too but find somebody that can help you on the whole of your business, right? As we talk about an attorney, as we talk about accountant, as we talk about some of these things here, they're gonna specialize in specific areas of your business. So find somebody that can kind of help you put it all together, that can talk about planning out next year, that can break down some day-to-day -day numbers for you, that can help you through marketing, through estimating, through recruiting, through operations, through everything, right? You should have a business advisor that's able to help you on the whole of your business. That's one thing I always tell people. We aren't just a marketing advisor or a, a, a business financial advisor. We can literally help with every single area of your of your company, right? And and we want to do that to make decisions because if I'm just a marketing advisor, as I mentioned earlier, I'm going to tell you, hey, you need to go spend five thousand dollars a month on advertising. That'll solve all your marketing problems, and it might. But guess what? If you don't have the finances there to do it, then this is a whole different conversation, right? So when you have somebody that can look at the finances, the marketing, the estimating, and make the decisions as a whole for you. That's really what's best, in my opinion, for your business. So have a mentor, have a coach, have an advisor, have somebody that you pay money to and you sit down with regularly to be that third party perspective in your business and help guide you along the whole of your business. And again, love the opportunity. Don't care if it's us. Find someone. Uh, the fourth one, as I mentioned earlier, a commercial lender. This is somebody that will, can be very important. It's kind of under the radar until you need it, right? Um, this is somebody that can help with loans, lines of credit, certain things. If you're looking to purchase an office space, if you need equipment, whatever this might be, right? It's great to have a relationship with them. Um, I would say your, your core board of advisors should be your attorney, your accountant, 
your business advisor, uh, and then probably the financial advisor that I'll talk about next. Um, commercial lender is right up there with them, although I still wanted to include them in this top six board of advisors because they are very important, right? And again, the conversations that come with that play into a lot of other things that, that in this board of advisors realm. Uh, but commercial lender, again, they're here to help you with lending needs, SBA loans, navigate grant money, different things like that. Um, they were huge during the whole COVID, PPP, EIDL thing. Um, you know, so make sure you have a relationship with a good commercial lender. Number five, I get an alphabetical order here, financial advisor. You should have a relationship with a financial advisor that is helping you with short, medium, and long-term planning for, I would say your personal life, but it also is bonus points if they are able to help you with your business, right? You should have a financial advisor that understands small business, entrepreneurship, and taxes, right? Because some of the, the things they're going to talk about on the financial side will play into the tax planning you might be doing with your accountant. Again, bonus points if you're a financial advisor and your accountant know each other, right? Um, or at least can, you know, communicate with all of you guys together through things. Um, so having somebody that really understands that, that's helping you manage your money, looking out for you in the long term with it. Um, you know, you, sometimes you got to start somewhere, right? I get if you need a good recommendation, uh, the people I share an office space with here in St. Louis are an amazing financial advisor team. They're able to work with people all over the U.S. Um, I'm happy to connect you here with them if you just need a starting point and somebody that you trust in helping you through that stuff. Uh, but again, having another set of eyes, especially when it comes to SEP IRAs, simple IRAs, 401ks, you know, solo 401ks. There's a lot of different things you can do as a business owner and an entrepreneur. Um, that if you have somebody looking over your shoulder to help you with that, it can also, again, a lot of times offset your taxes uh, and just help you through that lens. Uh, and obviously then they can help your employees too, you know, for if somebody that needs those, that's always a nice added bonus. So uh, the last one, the sixth one is insurance. Uh, you should have an insurance person that you have a relationship with. Again, no offense to the insurance people, no offense to the commercial lenders. I would say they are five and six in the top six list, right? The other four should be your really core people. Um, but this is also another profession that's very important to have a good relationship with, right? When you need something, when you need to add something, when you have questions. Um, but again, the, the same question I mentioned with the attorney, what are you missing, right? I talked to our insurance person a couple weeks ago and I was like, all right, what am I missing? Like, you know, here's what we've got. What what insurance things should I consider to help protect our business? Thankfully, there wasn't a whole lot. There was one or two things they threw out there. But just to have your back, right, again, to make sure you're not missing something. And, and again, the advice you might have got in all of these six categories, the advice you got five years ago probably doesn't apply today unless your business is in the exact same spot and no laws have changed something's probably changed over the last five to 10 years, right? And so the advice you've got at one point in your business, in your life is gonna change over time, right? As, as you get older, as your business grows or changes or adapts, as laws change, right? Tax laws, legal laws, things are changing every year, right? New, new things get passed. Um, we need people behind us to make sure that, hey, we're doing everything properly, right? Um, and making sure that we have that in place and looking out for, again, our business to protect ourselves. Uh, the last thing I wanted to mention here, so those are really the top six, kind of your board of advisors. But I had to mention kind of the bonus, the icing on the cake, if you will, of who you need to surround yourself with uh, and your team of advisors and people to help you in your business. Let's not forget friends and other peers in the industry people that are gonna support you and answer questions and, and cheerlead you on throughout the process, right? 
Um, you know, let's start out with the PCA community as a whole, right? That's one thing I love about the Painting Contractors Association is there's a great camaraderie, there's a great culture, there's a great benefit and understanding that we're all here to help each other, right? Um, that, that again, entrepreneurship can be lonely, so we're all better together. Uh, and so PCA as a whole. Um, PCA has also tried to help sponsor and promote some local gathering groups, right? A lot of major cities and some states have a gathering group that meets it every so often, right? And it's painters from all over the, the region or the, the, the state uh, that come and get together for a training and to spend time together and, and connect and collaborate with each other, right? You got people all around you through events like that that can happen. If you want to connect with one, reach out. I'm happy to do some research and help find someone local to you in that area. Um, mastermind groups, right? Plug into people that understand what you're going through, uh, whether it's through you know a company, whether it's through something you put together, right? Again, surround yourself with other individuals that meet, again, at some frequency to collaborate and bounce ideas off each other. Uh, and then lastly, local contractors around you. I've talked about this before, about collaboration over competition. Um, some of the best education and, and times in our business growth over the years as a, as a painting contractor came from meeting a local contractor here and just hitting it off and having conversations and discussions and how can we work together and you know how what can we teach you and what can you teach us and you know all these different things right um and so understand that as, as we talk about the core advisors you should have you should also have a lot of other people in the industry I, I say friends of the industry too right i mean there's a lot of people in the pca community that we don't personally work with that we've gotten to be very close with right that we'll you know bounce ideas off of or you know they'll call us with just a random question like i'm happy to answer those things right so you need to surround yourself with people again that have your best interest in mind that are looking out for you that are cheering you on the rest of the way and so I hope that was helpful. I hope you were able to take some things away from that. If, if there's a gap in one of those six things or even kind of the bonus here at the end, go fill it, go find somebody, go network, go talk to someone that can be that trusted advisor for you and your business. And I hope that you guys have a great rest of your day. Paynet podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and are made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPainted.org.